welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about stress eating because if we have health goals, if we have fitness goals, and also if we're struggling with gut issues, right? Stress eating on a regular basis probably isn't going to serve us or help us feel much better. And that's the crazy thing, right? Like, oftentimes we will get stressed out or we will have a heightened emotions or we'll kind of think that we want these comfort foods that are going to help us feel better, right? But sadly, they often leave us feeling worse, right? We often overindulge. Um, we get to a point where we're like uncomfortably full. You may be having foods that leave you feeling super bloated or inflamed. And then also, right, if you do have health or fitness goals and these foods and these portions are going to be aligned with those goals, then you can feel out of alignment. And you're kind of self-sabotaging your goals in a sense. So this is where, right, we have to recognize these things and we have to reflect and we have to ask ourselves, like, is stress eating or emotional eating, like, is this habit really serving me? And oftentimes people think that stress eating is a scenario of like, I just need to have more willpower or I just need to be more disciplined. But there's a lot more to it. And this is why it's really, really hard to shift that habit and break that cycle. And like all habits, right? We may have been doing them for a really long time, right? We may have been using food as a coping mechanism or turning to certain comfort foods as a way to kind of distract us or get us our mind off of certain things, right? And this may have served you in some way at some point in your journey or in your lifestyle. But if you're getting to a point and you're like, this is holding me back, this is not helping me feel good. And I really don't want to be doing this because it is not aligned with the person I want to be or the actions I want to take or the goals I want to get to. And I really want to shift this. If that's the scenario that I'm happy you're here listening to this right now because I'm going to share with you five key steps to overcome stress eating. And just know it's a habit. It is a coping mechanism. And with any coping mechanism, we really have to first really figure out what is that serving us? Like, how is that serving us? How is that helping ourselves? Because for some reason, there is this belief in our mind that stress eating and turning to certain foods and overindulging is actually benefiting us. But if you're at a point right now and you're like, you know what, this is not benefiting me. (laughs) This is not helping me. Um, I don't want to be doing this. Know that it is a habit and you have the ability to shift that. But like all habits, right? Especially if you've been doing them for a prolonged period of time, we often don't really have to consciously think about doing them. So a lot of these like subconscious habits in a sense, they're done as like kind of like a reflex, 
right? And so this is where it can be really challenging to start shifting these habits and to change these habits into more aligned habits, right? And again, this is where a lot of times people will just beat themselves up and they'll, they'll, they'll tell themselves like, I should be more disciplined. I should have more willpower, right? All of these things. And guess what? Guilt and shame probably just adding to your stress. So it's not really going to help you. And it is a lot of deeper work that is often involved with overcoming stress eating. And a lot of times people just tell themselves like, I should change. It's not as easy as that unless you take the time to really unravel those layers and really dive into things and really just start bringing more awareness to the situation and knowing exactly what that habit is doing for you. And stress eating, there's so many different reasons as to why somebody may be stress eating or emotional eating because like you may be dealing with certain like different stressors than somebody else. And even for myself, especially nowadays as well, over these past couple of years and stuff, like even with the the 2021 lockdowns and the gym closures and all of that stuff, I'm somebody who was in a fairly disciplined place. I know I have willpower. I know I have discipline. I've done many, many competitions and stuff. So I don't think it's necessarily a issue of discipline right? Oftentimes that we, we, we tell ourselves, but even for myself, like when I went through the stress of the lockdowns and of course there's tons of uncertainty there. And then my competition prep that I was in ended up getting canceled. It actually, well, it got postponed and it was like tentative. So it was like, okay. And everything was getting canceled one after the other, after the other. And I made the decision that I no longer want to continue with my prep. And so for me, I kind of hit that bucket button, right? That some of us know all too well. And that as well, like even a scenario like that, somebody who is fairly aware, self-aware about certain foods, I'm a freaking nutritionist, right? I'm a coach, right? And even stress gets the best of me. And so again, taking away any guilt or shame is going to be one of the key, key things like steps to this as well. I'm going to dive into like more of the strategic steps, but that's probably one little thing that I want to add as well. Like it can happen to the best of us and it can happen through different scenarios and it is a coping mechanism. It is a habit. It is something I used to do way, way, way back in the day, right? I used to use food as a coping mechanism way before I like initially started my fitness journey. And for a really long time, I was really consistent and I broke this habit and then something major came up and all of these emotions came up again and I hit that bucket button and I had that habit. And so really taking these things into consideration and like all habits, it's usually unfortunately not a one and done thing. It is something that is going to take time. It's not going to be just a quick decision and then you're done. Just recognize like it is a process. It is bringing more self-awareness to situations. It is being more mindful about situations. And it is it is all about the mindset. And you can be super disciplined. You can have like a lot of willpower. But again, if you're stress eating, you're trying to cope with something. It's a stress coping mechanism um, and you really need to figure out what that mechanism is serving you and how that's serving you. And again, to just be consistent with certain things and understand it's it's a practice. <laughs> it takes time. And who knows, right? When there's massive, massive situations, 
that do arise, like a pandemic, like lockdowns, like all of these different things, right? It may come up. And the reason I want to have this conversation is because I even I have noticed, as I mentioned for myself, like fortunately, again, I know these practices, these are the steps I took for myself. These are the steps I, I teach my clients. And it's easier to kind of overcome stress eating with these steps. But I noticed it with myself with that situation. And then I've also noticed it's become very very prevalent in these past few years for a lot of people. And hopefully these steps and these tips and everything will be able to help you. If you're struggling with stress eating right now and it's not making you feel that great and it's something you want to change and you just keep telling yourself, I should not do it, I should not do it. And you feel the guilt, you feel the shame. Just know, don't feel guilty. Don't feel shame around it. It happens. Let's dig deeper. Let's do these steps and let's get you feeling a lot better and making more aligned choices. So going into things, right? When it comes to overcoming stress eating, one of the first things that we need to do, so step one that we need to do is bringing more awareness to the situation. Really reflect on your actions, right? And this isn't saying feel guilty or feel shame, as I mentioned, but just better understand your why. As I talked about, everybody has different reasons for stress eating, right? For myself, a big part of that was like for my situation with the lockdowns was that I had what I was so driven and so focused on this big goal, right? I was in competition prep. I even continued with things. I really pushed myself. Gyms closed. Right. And so I was still in prep and I was going and doing my cardio on stairs, going up and down the stairs forever, just try to get enough cardio in. I was still trying to do home workouts and working out and pushing myself every single day. I was pushing myself with everything I had to stay focused on this goal. And I was counting, like when you're in prep too, and you're like, hey, I have 16 weeks, 16 weeks left. Or I have like 15 weeks and then I have 14 weeks, right? That, that, that time that's going down is what's motivating you a lot of the times, right? Because it's like you're giving it all, you're all every single day. And then when it goes from 16 weeks and then they shift it six months later and you're like, shoot, <laughs> my 16-week prep is now a six-month prep or more. I think it was like nine months, a difference or something. And so that, that, that big shift and that change for me was just like, I was pushing it with everything I had at that point. I had, I would, I want to say it was really like a challenging prep, but trying to stay motivated during a pandemic for a competition, competition prep, where not only was I dealing with a lot of those stressors myself, but I was also trying to run a business where I was supporting almost a hundred other clients at the time. And so and I work very closely with all of my clients. We are talking on a very regular basis. We're talking about our problems. As I, as you know, like I'm a holistic nutritionist. So those conversations about stress are always happening. And I'm trying to stay motivated and focused on this goal, which meant so much to me. I took a break from 
competing and I really wanted to do this competition prep. I was really pushing it and I was really working hard and my body was in a spot where I was so, so happy because everything that I did in my off season was like coming together and I felt really, really good. And I was like, I was so going into that competition, like that um, show day, so confident and feeling so good. And then all of a sudden everything happens. <laughs> of course, it's like most people, it's that why me? Like, why this? Why me? Why now? And it was really frustrating. So there is that whole side of it because I felt like I had this massive goal that it was keeping me motivated and meant so much to me, just kind of like pulled out from under me in a sense. And then also I'm wanting to support all of these clients that are also stressing. And I'm wanting to kind of relieve stress for them and support them with certain things and help them not feel overwhelmed by the pandemic. But obviously, there's so much out of our control and there's also so much that I can do. I can't necessarily, like a lot of times people were kind of worried about their jobs or certain situations with that, or there's like situations with their spouses losing work or having certain things as well. And so that can get super stressful and there's only so much that I can do. And I'm one of those people that like want to help everybody. (laughs) And so it was really hard for me mentally. Also in that sense, just wanting to help people, but also feeling a bit helpless in a sense where there was only so much that I can do. So that was super taxing on me. And so again, like for myself, I ended up hitting that fuck it button. And just because I was like, well, screw it. Like my goal's gone. And I was kind of pissed off about it. And so for that, like I was stress eating because I was pissed off at the situation. I was pissed off at what was happening. And I just didn't care anymore in that sense. Even though I did care, I was telling myself, you know, what's the point? Right. And I was like, it doesn't even matter. Like screw it. And like, it was massive self-sabotage because I worked so hard to lean out, to get my physique to a spot. Um, and then I was like, you know, I was for nothing anyway. So what, why did it matter? And like, again, when you're in competition prep, it is a whole other animal. And like, <laughs> so I'll tell you another story. Now, when I was in prep before everything, I was fortunate enough to go to, I spent some time in Dominican Republic in, I think it was January, January or February. I think it was January actually right before all the craziness happened. Right. And so I ended up going to the Dominican Republic. I was with my family there for a trip, but I was in competition prep. And again, another situation where I was just kind of pissed off at the situation because I was there and I, I got a gym membership when I was there, pushed myself when I was there, did all of these things when I was there, was super on it with my nutrition. I grocery shopped, I even meal prepped, all of this stuff. And I actually like, all, like made progress throughout my prep as well, like uh, throughout my vacation as well, which was super awesome. But I was really focused on my goals because again, it was something that was super important to me. It was something that I really wanted. And so I pushed myself with it. And then of course, right. And I had this, obviously we've never had situations where (laughs) shows got canceled. They were always a very certain thing, but then of course my show got postponed and then got postponed again. And then it got postponed again. And I look back at that situation and I was like, you know what? That was like the last trip 
that I had. And I don't know when the last time I'm going to be able to travel for. And I was all, again, pissed off at the situation because I was like, can't even travel anymore. Everything's locked down. Can't leave the, like, can't go anywhere. We had all the restrictions here in Canada and BC and stuff. And so that was, again, where I was just like, you know, I could have been enjoying that in a very different way. And I could have been more present and making memories and stuff. But I was so strict on this goal because I was in competition prep. And there that, again, added to me being pissed off at the situation. (laughs) So what did I do? Right? I hit that fucking button. I was working. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to dive into my work because there was nothing else that you can do because we were in, we were in lockdowns gyms were closed all of that stuff right and i wasn't in prep anymore i made that decision because i was like i'm not i can't do this for another like who knows how long right there's too much uncertainty with that so i ended up diving into my work because of the situation with all my clients as well and different people like people in general um were struggling with their jobs and with like financial security and just like all of the uncertainty and stuff i decided that i'm going to create a completely new program that is a lot more affordable a lot more flexible that's what developed our grow and glow membership and so with that i was working a lot i literally like I'm pretty sure I was sitting at my desk, like from the moment I woke up and like till the evening and stuff and all of these different things. And so of course too, like I just, I was like just mindlessly snacking all day and it, and of course there's still healthy food, but again, it wasn't aligned with how, who I wanted to be and what, how I wanted to act. And it also wasn't making me feel very good. Right. Because I was completely imbalancing my blood sugar. I didn't have any routine. I wasn't really eating proper meals. And I was also super like overindulging certain different foods and stuff. And so I got to a point where I was like looking at my current eating habits and I was like, this is not serving me. This is not helping me feel good. This isn't making my energy better or my focus better or my productivity better. Like I need to, I need to make a change. I need to shift things, right? And it took radical self-responsibility and just being super, super honest with myself. And so again, step one to overcome stress eating, right, is to really bring awareness to the situation, right? And really ask yourself, like, is this what I want to be doing? Is this helping me feel better? And also, like, is there, like, what is the reason for this, And for me, I dove into things and I realized like it was me feeling like a failure because I couldn't do a competition prep anymore. I couldn't, I've never, I've never set a goal and didn't follow through. And so for me too, that was massive for me. That crushed me. Because when I set my mind to something, I followed through. And with every competition prep, I followed through and I felt like I just quit. I quit on something that was super important to me. But again, there was just so much uncertainty. And then, so like for myself, like that was the stress. And again, like, I don't want to say it was like a bit of an identity crisis, but like, I've always been like a bikini competitor. And so I kind of made that decision. I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to do this. I've always had like shows in mind and preps and like a plan and all of that stuff. And I was like, and I've always had this really solid competition prep routine. Like even in my off season, I was training six days a week. I was eating in a way that was helping build my shape, build muscle, right? All of these different things. My, my routine, my lifestyle was always surrounded by wanting to be a better competitor. 
And so when I stopped working out, when I stopped meal planning and meal prepping, when I stopped having a goal of an upcoming show, right? It created a lot of stress, created a lot of stress for me. On top of that, one of the feelings that I absolutely hate, like one of the words, like to know Nikki Cork <laughs> is to know that like, I, I hate feeling helpless. That is one of the, the feelings that creates the most stress for me. And when it came to the lockdowns and it came to the situation and again, with everybody around me, like wanting to help them and wanting to make, like serve my clients to the best of my ability, but having there be so much that was out of my control, I kind of started, I started feeling helpless. And so again, this created a lot of stress. Like I'm somebody who is very good about managing stress very self-aware, right? I've really worked on my lifestyle um, and I have a lot of practices and certain things in place that help me manage my stress and keep my stress low. And like, so all of a sudden, right? Like I had these massive, massive feelings that really created a ton of stress. And so again, even with that situation, I fell into these undesirable habits and I started stress eating because unfortunately food is one of the easiest ways that we can turn moments of pain into moments of pleasure because it's that comfort food, right? It's that dopamine, it's those sugars, it's that flavor, all of those things. And it's a great way to distract ourselves from a current situation. So step one is really figuring out like, why are you doing those habits? Why are you stress eating? What is stressing you out? Now, step two is again, really figuring out like, what are your triggers? What Identify what your triggers are. Like, what is the narrative that is running through your head? And what exactly are you trying to cope with or distract yourself from? And the narrative through my head, right, is like, it was that, what's the point? Why even try? Right? It doesn't matter anyways. Right? I was, I, I lost purpose in taking care of my nutrition consistently, like meal prepping. I lost purpose in my workouts and my fitness and being consistent with that. And I lost purpose in taking care of myself in a sense and making decisions and choices that are going to help me feel a lot better. And so for me, I really figured out like, and again, as I mentioned, like did that self-reflection and really dove into things that I was like, I was wanting to distract myself from the fact that I'm no longer in a prep, that there's all of this stuff going on that's completely out of my control, right? And I was almost, I already felt like a failure. So I was like, I didn't, I was like, well, I'll just continue to fail (laughs) by stress eating and doing all of these things. And just like not being consistent with that certain habits. Cause again, I, I found no purpose into them and I lost the, the drive and the desire to do so because like, it was just, what's the point. Right. And so that was the narrative that was running through my head. Now, step three is to really determine what more aligned alternatives would be. Right. So I identified like, okay, this is like, the point is I want to feel more energized, <laughs> right? So it's like telling myself, what's the point? What's the point of following a meal plan? What's the point of doing the workouts? It's the point of being consistent with my nutrition and doing all of these things, right? The point was actually like, I want to feel energized, right? So I could feel good. Like I want to be productive and I want to be focused so I can create this program, this brand new program for 
and women all around that's going to help them and serve them. And I really kind of dove into things and figure it out like, okay, like, well, what, like, I'm going to find the point. I'm going to give new goals purpose and I'm going to make this not be a failure, this situation not be a failure. And so again, I pivoted with my business. I pivoted with my goals and I gave the habits that helped me feel good, new purpose, where it wasn't a competition prep driving those, but my overall just general health and helping myself feel good. And so for that, when I found I was overwhelmed or when I found that I was stress eating, right? Instead of grabbing the snacks, (laughs) And mindlessly snacking and like emotional eating and doing all of those things, I went for a walk outside instead. Outside wasn't off limits, fortunately. So for that, like, and that's where I was like, okay, if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling stressed, I'm going to go for a long walk with my dog and I'm going to reset. And I'm going to put things into perspective. I'm going to listen to a podcast, something that's motivational. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to crush my goals. I'm going to create this program. I'm going to change a bunch of people's lives, right? And I'm going to make sure that I am still going to reach certain goals and be successful despite the pandemic, despite these lockdowns. I'm just going to set new goals. I'm going to shift my goals, right? And then. Step four. So again, like once you identify like what your triggers are, you know, okay, so like this, this feeling of like for me, again, this is going to vary person to person, but if you identify what your triggers are, address the root cause, right? Figure out how to actually decrease those triggers. That's going to be a key part. So unfortunately with the pandemic in certain situations, right, we can, there's a lot of things that aren't out, like are totally out of our control, but we can still control how much we think about it, how much focus we put onto it. Right. And then also another thing that worked really well for me is I started integrating a morning routine where I started doing affirmations. And so this was something that a big shift that I made for myself, because again, like my, a lot of my stress was coming from the, the thoughts that I was telling myself and this, this feeling of failure and feeling like I was helpless and all of these things. And that was my root of what was driving, what was triggering me to take these actions that were out of alignment and which was creating stress for myself. So for that, I addressed the root cause. If I'm constantly telling myself that I'm a failure and I am like, um, and that I'm totally helpless in all of these things, right? I'm going to try to reduce how many times I, how much I feel like that. And so affirmations for me was that solution for myself where I could remind myself, like, there is still a lot that I can do. I am not helpless. I can still find so many different solutions. I can still help so many different people. Um, There are a lot of things in my control. And then also, I'm not a failure for making a shift in my my goals, right? I'm just going to make different goals and better goals. And honestly, like the entire situation, right, at the time sucked. (laughs) But I look back and I've made, I've improved myself so much more. I've grown so much through that situation. And I've never felt more balanced and more consistent with my health and my nutrition as I do right now, because I no longer need a show date 
or a competition prep goal to keep me disciplined and motivated. I don't do it for the competition anymore. I don't make the choices I do for competing or for a trophy or anything like that. I do it solely for helping my body feel good and helping me be able to live every single day at my full potential. And that is a lot more consistent in general, right? I'm not dependent on anything. I'm dependent on just wanting to feel good. And so this whole process and this whole journey that I went through in the situation at the time, it sucked, right? But it's made me improve so much and grow so much as a situation. So if you're sitting right now and you're like, hey, I'm stress eating a lot. I'm emotional eating a lot. I don't know how to stop all of these things, right? Don't get frustrated with yourself that this is a habit that you have. Look at it as an opportunity to grow. Again, it's so much more than just being like, I need to stop stress eating. It's figuring out why you're stressed and what you can do to reduce those triggers and what you can do to improve your habits and create more consistency and start putting yourself first and putting your health and your fitness goals and like and your body first, even in times of stress. And so step five is to constantly reflect, <laughs> constantly refocus and repeat. Because shifting habits is going to take time. It isn't often a one and done fix. It is a continuous process of bringing awareness, identifying triggers, reflecting, making a different choice, right? Trying to reduce those triggers and repeating and doing it over and over and over again until you get to a point where it's solid (laughs) and you stop stress eating and you're, you're no longer using food as a coping mechanism. So, Big thing, reflect on your eating habits right now. If you're stress eating, if you're emotional eating, if it's something that you want to change, ask yourself, is this aligned with who I want to be? Is this how I want to be acting? And if the answer is no, then take these five steps and bring more awareness to the situation. Identify your triggers. Determine some more aligned alternatives. Actually address the root cause. And then reflect, refocus, and repeat. And that's all there is to it, (laughs) right? Easier said than done. But I do encourage you to take these steps. Dive into things. Figure out why you're stress eating first. Because again, it varies person to person. My fear of failure, my lack of feeling like I have control, my feeling of helplessness was what, what was creating stress for me. For other people, it could be something to do with your work environment. It could be something to do with your relationships, right? It could be something totally different, right? So really dive into things for you. And it is a lot, often a lot deeper than people realize, but that's how you really make long lasting changes. And so this is what I do do for myself (laughs) and why I teach it. Um, And this is also what I teach my clients and what I work with them for with really kind of that that constant self-reflection and looking for those alternatives and helping them stay accountable and helping them just really start addressing those root causes of why they are doing certain habits that are out of alignment with who they want to be. And that's how we create real change. It's how we create long lasting, lifelong change and continuous growth. So hopefully you found that was helpful. If you have any questions, if you ever need support, my inbox is always open. So um, I hope you're having an amazing day and I look forward to talking to you again. Good luck. 
That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps the podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.